Welcome to the Gussie Kidcast, the Gussie podcast for both Gussie and not so Gussie people, where a Gussie kid shares his Gussie insights on Gussie issues. So sit back, relax, and don't ask a Gussie place. This is the Gussie Kidcast. Sarbonani, you may have a lake of Ferriganjani Wafetu. Welcome to another episode of the Gussie Kidcast. Myself, Dumito Dietze, Gurlene's very own, must have the ante, make a girlfriend drop a panties, pop a smoke from the streets, and pop a action in the sheets, and eat her of more white, and a bringer of more light, big eye. This week, I'm talking mob justice, Bafetu. Mob justice being a situation where a criminal or a perpetrator of a crime is caught red-handed and the community where the crime was committed collectively decide that they're going to take matters into their own hands, become judge and jury, and inflict a punishment on the criminal. Now... I'll start by saying this. My friend, if you're listening to this, whether you're from Elokshini or not, whether you're from the hood or not, you need to know this. Vigilantism is a crime. And immediately, when you're involved in the perpetration of mob justice or you're part and parcel of a group of people, automatically, each and every one of you are rendered criminals because mob justice slash vigilantism is a crime punishable by law. So automatically, manshaw mundu ni umpagat. Even if in gamache inside three, manshaw mundu because law mundu lo koninda yenzi le illegal. Automatically, ni bayi kilem kuba ni nong. With that being said, though, being umundo selukshin and being into anikuri selukshin. And having been a victim of crime within Amakasing Sathelegu, I understand where the people of the community come from. Because very often, the perpetrators of crimes in Makasuetu aren't brought to book. A lot of the time, they get away with the crimes. And a lot of the time, the law doesn't seem to have as long as an arm as we think it does. So a lot of people who are criminals get away with doing their crime, even though the authorities are present. So I can understand where Abandubai Selukshini come from. But at the same time, it's difficult to regulate and it's difficult to be fair when it comes to using this funny mob justice. Because it's very easy for someone to falsely accuse you of something. And for the community to get on that bandwagon and then decide collectively So a lot of the time when someone is falsely accused of committing a crime, that person could lose their life. Because when it comes to mob justice, the mandate is to ensure that you having committed this crime and being caught is never going to be a situation that happens again. And more often than not, simply means we're going to beat you such that you succumb to your injuries so that you can't be a criminal anymore. You're a delinquent and therefore you shouldn't be a part of our society. So we should basically take your life. Because should you go to jail? Should you be incarcerated, 
you could come out and seek vengeance on the people that got you incarcerated to begin with. Because as much as the correctional facilities in Mzanzi are what they are, very often people come back and continue being the delinquents that they are or that they were before they went into penitentiary. Young told us, so sometimes the law isn't as effective as it should be when it comes to rehabilitating criminals. So Abantu Baselukshini, they tell themselves Utlumund Lozo Echele and Uzobuya Ailendwai. So rather Sinususi Mpagatil. So ensure that he never perpetrates any crimes ever again against anyone. Young Tola, that's the logic. Is it wrong? Yes. Is it fair when you view it from that perspective? Yes. But then again, in Kinga, the person that commits the crime isn't the only person that suffers the consequences because their family also becomes victimized. Because you find a situation where umundu umzali umdana keukangili wabanja washayo that person is going to be ostracized. They're going to be isolated from the community. They're going to be insulted and they're going to be victimized simply because a member of their family is a criminal. And that's unfair, especially considering the person does the crime on their own. And also, in a situation where someone is falsely accused and they should lose their life because of the mob justice. Justice is often not as fair as it should be because for nothing, quite simply, because a group of people decided together and collectively that this person's life should be taken without any proof. And then another thing that arises, and this ties into the period we find ourselves right in as South Africans at this present moment, this being the start of the 16 days of activism against women and child abuse. And I want to speak on this because it ties into that. A situation where someone is raped or sexually assaulted and they're the perpetrator of the rape or the, or the, um, the sexual assault is caught by the community or members of the community. And that person becomes a victim of mob justice. What happens quite simply, and this is the case, Lang Shalakon. Ekaslam, if I was daughter, which quite simply means if you can't use your manhood in a way that's good, rather we remove it. So, quite simply, if you're caught raping someone, you get castrated. And with the tensions being as high as they are and instances of sexual abuse and rape being so prevalent in South Africa, I can understand why some people might think that is the best option. But what happens in situations where someone is falsely accused of rape? Because I, for one, can tell you, it's very easy for you to become the victim of mob justice should one of the ladies in my community, accuse you of raping her. No proof is needed. If she seems hysterical enough and she approaches the right type of people, you could lose your life. Whether or not she's being honest doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. 
if she's convincing enough about the fact that you may have sexually assaulted her or raped her. So there's another situation where it's like mob justice isn't effective. But also if mob justice was effective, it wouldn't be illegal. Because as problematic or as ineffective as our justice system may seem, our laws are pretty solid and they're pretty ethical and they make a lot of sense. So when, it, when something is ruled as illegal or when something is legalized, more often than not, it comes from a place of sensibility and it makes a lot of sense. Young Todd. So there's a reason why vigilantism is illegal in this country. So when I'm free to win a sister, instead of going with the crowd and doing what is impulsively looking like the right decision at the time, rather you not involve yourself with this. Because it's a crime. And if you're going to be one of the perpetrators, you're no different to the person who the punishment has been placed upon. You might as well be a criminal yourself. And the last thing you want to be is a criminal because you try dealing with the criminal when you don't really have the authority to do that. So, try your best to not involve yourself in these situations because at the end of the day, you might end up being victimized yourself. And with that being said, please make sure you link up with me on my social media. It's Dumitsotete everywhere, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Tell me what you think of the podcast. Tell me what you think of this episode. Tell me what you'd like me to discuss in future episodes. Your feedback would be highly appreciated. And until we meet again, stay chilled, stay stunned, stay real, stay nandy. Shabzing.